KFUO is a listener-supported radio ministry that needs your support to continue. When you partner with KFUO, you are proclaiming Christ worldwide. November 30th is Giving Tuesday, a day that encourages you to give back in whatever ways you can. Giving Tuesday presents a perfect time each year for you to support your favorite nonprofit organizations, including KFUO Radio. To give to KFUO, call 314-996-1518 or text KFUO to the number 41444 or give online at kfuo.org. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thanksgiving week. It is also a special week with one of our partners, Peace Lutheran Church in St. Louis. We're so excited to share uh, them with you this week as they are the KFUO Church of the Week. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us this morning, Bernell Hackman, Director of Music Ministry at Peace Lutheran Church, St. Louis. Bernell, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a little while since we chatted. I think the last time we talked was the Lenten organ recitals that coincided with the Lenten services at Peace this past year. I think that was the last time we talked. Yeah, there might have been one other, but who knows? It's been a crazy (laughs) year. Oh, yeah. There was a special concert. You had the family concert series, too. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. With uh, the union help provided that. That was was fantastic. Five concerts and great crowds and such a diversity. And they really aimed for kids. They did Grimm's Fairy Tale stories with music. And they did Peter Mm -hmm. and the Wolf. Then we had a um, Beatles tribute band and a good old Fourth of July (laughs) rah-rah patriotic concert. So it was fun. Peace has always just uh, done fantastic things with music. There's been just a long tradition of of music having a great place at Peace Lutheran Church. Yeah, the people here really appreciate music. Even before my time, you know, when Sherry Beerwagon was the music director, they were ahead of the the curb a little bit, calling a full-time music director to, to lead the worship of the church, which is Unfortunately, kind of unusual right now. Everybody tries to get by with part-time people or using recordings or things like that. So Peace really values it. When we built the new sanctuary in 2014, they put a pipe organ in, which is kind of unheard of these days too. So music is very important here to every congregate of this church. We have a long list of things that are happening in the next uh, six weeks, all very music-oriented, except maybe the tree lot. So what, what's happening? I don't know. You maybe can carol in the tree lot. <laughs> we can. Uh, so what is happening uh, this week for Thanksgiving? Well, Thanksgiving, we have two services. And on Wednesday evening at 7, the um, Orchestra Peace will play. This is the first time we've played together since um, March of 2000. February of 2020. So it's been a long time. And then the choir will sing. And then on Thursday morning at 930, we'll have a repeat of the same service without the special music, just me playing the organ. So we will thanks have Thanksgiving twice this year here. (laughs) What about the upcoming event? I know Thanksgiving is just this week, but right around the corner, we have Advent and Christmas. How will you be observing that season with, I know, just a variety of services? What would you like to start with? Well, first of all, I did a count just a minute ago, and we'll have 28 services in December. <laughs> I know. 
scares me um, just thinking about it. And then in addition to that, we have seven concerts. So December is going to be busy. I looked at my calendar and I think I have one Tuesday night free the entire month. Wow. <laughs> so if you're looking for Brunel, just look at the organ bench. That's yeah. probably where he's going to be in the month of December. Yes, or I sleep under my desk, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so what 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 starts off the, the Christmas uh, events at Peace Lutheran Church? Well, this year, the first Wednesday in Advent, which we have midweek services, is December 1st. And at six o'clock that evening, I will be playing a re- half hour recital of organ music, kind of like our Lenten recitals. We're doing it again during Advent. And then at 630, we will have um, evening prayer, which will lead into Divine Service 1, where we'll do the Holy Communion Liturgy. We always have communion the first Advent service. And then on Wednesday, the 18th at 6 o'clock, we'll have some of our instrumentalists here at Peace play solos for the half hour. And then on Wednesday, the 15th, the Bells of Peace will present their Christmas concert. So um, jam-packed full. And from 5 to 6, I believe, you can come and have dinner sponsored by the youth and the men's club. That sounds like a, a really great experience on those those Wednesday evenings. Very exciting to have different concerts to go to uh, before right. those services. You know, December is so crazy for everybody. And it's just nice to come and sit in the pew and just relax for a little bit and meditate on, you know, the upcoming glory of Christmas and just relax for a little bit and don't think about shopping, don't think about um, what's going on at work. And these services are a little bit on the short side, just so we don't freak people out that they have to come to church, you know, for hours at a time. But it's just a great time in the busy season to relax and um, immerse yourself in the word. I think it's great that the, those opportunities are midweek as well, because many of us have that tradition of going to the Advent midweek services. And then, and then, as you mentioned, having all of these things on your calendars for the weekends, it's hard to sometimes get to all of the concerts that you want to get to in December. So having that opportunity in, in right before a midweek service is, is a, a really kind of brilliant idea. Yeah. You know, last year, with everything mostly canceled, it was kind of nice because my wife and I and some friends, we went to several different tree lighting, you know, things, the show shrine and, and got to do things that normally we're too busy to do. So that was, that was kind of nice, but you know, we're ready to get back into it and make Christmas and Advent a very meaningful experience for members of peace and anybody in the community that wants to come join us. Now you've pointed out that last year, certainly with the pandemic, things looked quite different. There is a long-standing tradition at Peace, the Boar's Head Festival, and certainly that was impacted by the the the, the pandemic. And uh, so, what does it look like this year? Well, you know, last year we didn't have the Boar's Head Festival at all, and in early August, the committee met, and with the the state of affairs with the COVID and everything, we decided we couldn't do it again. For the finale, there's over 100 people up on the stage standing very, or chancel, I should say, not the stage, chancel, I'm sorry, standing close together. We just didn't think that would be appropriate. So in consultation with Mary Lee Goldsmith, who's the director of it, we decided we would do a music of the Boar's Head Festival, which would be just the choir, not just the choir, but the choir, who's always in the background, but they will... um be seated on the chancel and we'll tell the story with a narrator 
what what's happening and with the use of slides and everything but try to kind of recreate it in a concert format we'll sing many of the songs that people have come to love we will tell the story and fill a gap because you know when we last did the Borsche Festival in 2019 that was our 25th year so we hope it's not 25 and stop because uh, we really want to get back to it and it's amazing the kids here at Peace are probably more upset than the adults because they they just love giving that week and they start out as weights and they sing you know a little bit and then they grow into bigger parts and it's become quite a tradition a multi-generational tradition so we want to bring it back but we just didn't feel safe doing it this year yeah absolutely so, so it's always the first weekend right after thanksgiving sometimes the first couple of dates are in november but this year on sunday the 5th at three o'clock and six o'clock, the choir will be doing music of the Boar's Head Festival at a um, 30 voice choir right now. And it'll be accompanied by piano and organ. And it should just be a really nice way to get your Christmas holiday started. Yeah, the music of the Boar's Head is, is fun in and of itself. And in addition to all of the pageantry, can you give us just a, a quick uh, history of what the Boar's Head Festival is, if people are are not familiar with it, I know that this is a it's a, it's a very long standing tradition in some in some places, but not everywhere, and and not everyone has been able to uh, experience what a Boar's Head Festival is. No, in St. Louis, I think we do it, and I think Emmanuel Lutheran in St. Charles does one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the idea came back, I think, about thirty years ago, and you know they were wondering what to do, and Marilee. Goldsmith was in charge and she says, I'm not going to do it until we find a boar's head, which is actually a stuffed boar's head. Mm-hmm. And we have a taxidermist in the congregation and lo and behold, we came up with a boar's head. So that was kind of the impetus of it going. It, it's in a medieval English um, tradition, but the boar's head, you know, the, the beast of the, the, the forest and and taming it, which leads in the light of Christ, which leads into the Christmas story. So the first half of the the pageant is the gaiety of the Boar's Head Festival or a magical dinner. The Boar's Head enters and we have a complete Boar's dot head. We have the whole hog that was taxidermy and it was shot in Arkansas <laughs> a couple of years ago. So nice. it's a pretty mean looking dude. He comes <laughs> in, he's carried in by the bearers and he comes in and then we have the the, the fun stuff, we have jesters and the kings there. And then the weights, which are the younger children come in and sing deck to halls and we wish you a Merry Christmas. And then we have the, the, the men of the group, they sing the wassail song when they have the little tin cups because they're beggars out getting money from the congregation. And then that all fades away and the lights dim. And then we begin the Christmas story. It begins with Mary and Joseph looking for a place to stay and can't finding one and ending up in the stable. Then the shepherds come. Then there's a, a dancer that dances for, for baby Jesus. And then the wise men come, and it's a big procession with all their um, accoutrements, you know, their, their, their people. And when that's done, then the entire cast from the first half and seventh half come back, and they, they worship the newborn king, followed by King Wenceslas, who um, bows to the baby Jesus, and everybody follows suit. And then we all leave singing Joy to the World. And then the Sprite, which is usually a a kindergarten little girl, comes in and takes the light from the altar and carries it out to the world. So that kind of is a very brief summary of what a Boar's Head Festival is. (laughs) What a a tradition, though. It's just that it appeals to all the senses. 
you know, with, because I, I think there are traditionally treats involved with that too, are there not? Right. And during one of the songs, there's the, I don't know what they're called, the cookie bearers passes cookies out to the people in the congregation. Then afterwards, there's a big reception in the gym and ladies of the congregation and men too bake a thousand dozen cookies for it. <laughs> and that's Whoa. a lot of cookies. <laughs> wow. That is a lot of cookies. Yeah. I think so somebody figured out how many cookies we went through and it was, it was an astonishing number over the years. And then as part of our 25th anniversary, we put together a cookie cookbook of all the cookies that had been submitted. And that was um, a real fun project for people to do. So cookies are a very important part of the boar's head. Okay, will I get in trouble if we, we find out what your favorite cookie is from the Boar's Head Festival? You know, mm -hmm. I liked it. I sugar cookie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to show any favorites, but yes. Yeah, yeah I, that, that would be that, my like favorite, good... yeah. <laughs> How are you uh, carrying out the Boar's Head tradition this year? I know it'll be a little different. Right, we're doing it in concert format, so much of the action will be on... Um, on the, the screens with the choir singing appropriate songs. Then we have a narrator who um, usually plays Joseph in the, in the production who will um, tell what's going on so people can kind of follow along. And it might help people make a little more sense of the action because it's all printed in the program, but you're in the dark, so you can't really read what's going on. <laughs> so it'll help. And, you know, it's the crazy part is not crazy, but it's interesting. We've had people who've been to all 25 performances over the years. And wow. then we have some people that are brand new to it every year, and they're just amazed that a church can pull off a production of this this magnitude. You know, here at the church, we have a costume room that is huge there where they store the costumes. And we have seamstresses that are members of the congregation that um, create new costumes each year. Some of the older costumes, like the elastic and the waistbands are going bad, so they replace <laughs> that. I guess one of the lords and ladies dancers, britches almost fell down two years ago because of the, <laughs> the elastic was, you know, rotting away. So those are all fixed. And yeah, then we have a um, laundry facility, so everything's laundered and, and get ready for the next year. So we're working on it. Hopefully, God willing, we'll be back full force next year. And it's yes. always the first weekend of... December. So next year will be December 1 through 4. We do it Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and twice on Sunday. So what are the what what are the what is the date for this year? It's the the fifth, Sunday the fifth, and we'll do it twice at three and five o'clock. Very good. Sunday I'm sorry, three and six o'clock. Three and six o'clock. Sunday the fifth at Peace Lutheran Church. You can enjoy the music of the Boar's Head Festival. It's the Boar's Head concert this year. A slightly uh, augmented tradition for this year at Peace Lutheran Church. We have more to learn about um, all the fantastic festivities coming up. Peace Lutheran Church in St. Louis. They are the KFUO Radio Church of the Week. We'll continue the conversation right here on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are talking with our friends at Peace Lutheran Church in St. Louis, Missouri. They are the KFUO Radio Church of the Week. Today we're talking with Burnell Hackman, Director of Music Ministry at Peace Lutheran Church. So the Boar's Head concert this year, so the Boar's Head Festival, the, a slightly smaller event happening on December 5th. And there are many other things to mark the seasons of Advent and Christmas at Peace Lutheran Church. What are some of the other events coming up, Burnell? Well, on Friday, December 17th and Sunday, December 19th, we have our annual Christmas at Peace concert. Um, with consideration of COVID and everything, we pared it down. So it'll just be the winds of peace. So it'll be a band concert, be about an hour long, and it will um, be just another time to sit back, relax, and enjoy the music of the season. And then not a music event, but something that's another long-standing tradition at peace is our Men's Club Christmas Tree Lot. It'll open, the Christmas trees came Saturday. So if you drive by peace, you'll see a whole bunch of trees. And a lot officially opens Friday the 26th from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it'll close when all the trees are sold. They say December 21st, but the last couple of years they've been gone way before that. And I think, especially last year, the trees went very quickly. So if you want one, don't wait too long. And then after, um, after the weekend, the hours are Monday through Friday from noon to 8 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 8 p.m. So it's it's a Mitzkrell project, but it's a big project for the whole church. One of the Saturdays, the youth group mans a lot. Another Saturday, the Boy Scouts man the lot. And it's just another nice time for fellowship and, and standing out in the cold and helping people pick out the Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, no, last year was uh, quite the year to get a tree early. I think we had to run around to several lots and we finally found one way out somewhere because they were they were gone so fast. And I know this year is probably not going to be much different. So this will be the year to to grab that grab that tree quickly. How was yes. it that how is the tree lot a, a way for you guys to to connect to the community? I know that the since it's such a long standing tradition for you. Well, it's a couple ways. It connects to the community because a lot of community people drive by it and stop and get their trees. But the money raised is used for um, all sorts of community um, community projects. It helps the youth go to the Nash Youth Gathering. It helps our local food pantry and just many other ways. All the money goes back into the community in some form or another. Form or another. I can't tell you the specifics, but I know those two projects are, are very high on the, the men's clubs list. And they spend a lot of work. They spend like two days setting up the lot. And then they'll spend another couple of days tearing it all down after the last tree's gone. And there's always a couple of Charlie Brown trees left that they just kind of <laughs> feel sorry for. <laughs> Since music's such an important part of life at Peace Lutheran Church, do we often find people just spontaneously caroling at the tree lot too? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've not done that. <laughs> but I, this isn't on the list, but I do know that the Evangelic Committee is a sp sponsoring a... Um, caroling party on Saturday to go out to our local neighborhood and just carol to people, tell them what time, you know, the Christmas services are and just invite them in a non-threatening um, way and just spread a little Christmas cheer. So that that's kind of a neat thing too. You can't sing Joy to the World too many times, can you? <laughs> that's <No>. right. <laughs> and, and Christmas caroling, a fantastic thing you can do outdoors and ha have a good time together proclaiming that, that message of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I always kind of cringe. Um, when it's like when people sing happy birthday, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> As a music director, you know, there's nothing worse than an off 
key happy birthday and it's the same way with christmas carol so i hope they take a pitch pipe and i'll get started together <laughs> so the the tree lot coming up very soon as you pointed out don't wait until the last minute the sooner mm -hmm. the better because it goes quickly the, the trees go quickly at Peace Lutheran. Where can fi uh, folks find Peace Lutheran Church? We are on 737 Barracks View Road. That's in South County. I guess the best direction would be the corner of Telegraph and 255, right before you cro cross the bridge into Illinois. Um, we're on that the outer frontage road, and you can see us from 255, and you get off on Telegraph, and you can just drive right into the lot. The upcoming Christmas services at Peace Lutheran Church. Yes, Christmas starts on Christmas Eve, Friday the 24th, and we'll have services at noon, 3, 5, and 11.15, which is a little later than we've normally had it, but they pulled people and they really wanted to be in church at the stroke of midnight for Christmas Day. So our um, late service will be 11.15. The um, 5 and 11.15 will feature the choir and a string quartet, and it'll be more of a lessons and carols type service with Holy Communion. And then at noon, the bells will play, and at 3, the orchestra will play. And then again, we'll have church on Saturday the 25th at 9.30 for Christmas Day. Since it's a Saturday, we usually have a 5 p.m. service, but we won't have it that evening. We'll have regular service on Sunday the 26th at 8, 9, 20, and 10.30. Then New Year's Eve, December 31st at um, 7 p.m. And New Year's Day, which is a Saturday, Saturday, we'll be back to having church at 5 o'clock. And then Sunday, January 2nd, everything goes back to normal. And then on January 6th, which is a Thursday this year, we'll have an epiphany service. So it keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many opportunities in church and to hear the the news of Christ incarnate. I, I know for, for church musicians, when you, when you list all of those services, it, it gets a little overwhelming for, for a second. But it's it's also so exciting to be able to do this, especially after a weird year last year. Uh, it's, it's so great to be able to be back doing these things for Christmas this year. Oh, it is. And um, I've been to a couple other concerts and everybody's just so happy to hear live music again. And whether it's in church or at Powell Symphony Hall or another local concert, it's, it's just so great to hear live music. And the musicians here understand the importance of sharing the gospel through music. So there's no grumbling when they sing so much, which I'm very proud of. And there are three organists here. So it's not like I have to do everything myself. I have a lot of help and very, very good support system. So that's that's always great and it's good support from our pastors and everybody. That's fantastic. But you you also have a, a German service that's a pretty long standing tradition too, isn't it? Yes. I don't know how long it's been around, but it's on Sunday the twelfth at two thirty. Then I believe the following Sunday, if past practices stand, it's it's broadcast on KFUO. That is correct. Yes. And the United German Chorus will be singing Usually the women of the chorus come, but for some reason the men are coming too this year, which is a nice, pleasant surprise. And then a group of children from our school and our, our church will be singing a couple German carols in Kinder Kalmet and Gott ist der Lieber will be probably their two selections. And then we're singing um, Von Himmel Hock, Ein ist Rose ist Sprungen, Stille Nacht, you know, the, the basic joy to the world. Um, Oh, how joyfully 
and it, it it's a it's a very well attended service and pastor retired pastor emeritus pastor cassens is kind of in charge of it and he'll probably be the liturgist and dr kolb from the seminary will be preaching so that is at 2 30 on sunday december 12th very good. The German Advent Christmas service at Peace Lutheran Church coming up Sunday, December 12th at 2.30 p.m. And we'll, we will broadcast it the following Sunday in the afternoon. We'll have more details on the air. We'll have announcements about that coming up very soon to remind you about that broadcast on KFUO. So all kinds of, of services and opportunities for, for celebrating um, Advent and Christmas at Peace Lutheran Church. What's the best place to find all the details about this? Probably our website, or which is peacelutheranstl.org. Or you can just call the church office at 314-892-5610. And Kelly would be happy to tell you about it all. <laughs> Very good. Peace Lutheran Church in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you so much, Burnell, for sharing some time with us this morning. We're so thankful for the partnership of Peace Lutheran Church, and God bless all the celebrations and services coming up at Peace Lutheran this Advent and Christmas season. Thanks so much for being our guest. Well, thank you, and happy Thanksgiving, and maybe have a very safe and happy Advent and Christmas season. You as well. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.